An entitled Karen lets her kid play in my car while it's unlocked, and after I tell them to get lost and get off my property, I discovered that this kid had pooped all over my car. Here's what happened. For context, I'm a classic car nut. I live in England, and I own an old Cadillac. I don't really get a chance to go to car shows due to working at night. COVID has also made things difficult, and sometimes I just don't have the money for fuel. So when I get a chance, I make a day out of it. In 2013, I went to a local car show on the beachfront in the next town over. The show mainly had American cars and rat rods, around 30 to 40 cars in total, so it was a good size meetup. I had only heard about it that morning, and so I went on my own. My nephews would usually come along, but this time it was just me. I found a spot and parked my caddy. It was a lovely sunny day, there was an ice cream stand, as well as a fish and chip shop nearby. What more could you possibly want? After about an hour of chatting to people and answering their questions, since my caddy is a pretty rare car in the United Kingdom, I went to see the other cars for myself. The cars were parked end-to-end with good space in between, so there was a good line of cars all around. There was a wide variety of cars, from pristine cars to quarter-mile specials, to some that were heavily chopped up, ranging from the 1930s to the 1990s. And as fate would have it, guess which idiot in this entire line forgot to lock up his car. When I came back after viewing all these beautiful cars, I saw a kid in the drive seat, who had to be about four or five years old, yanking at the steering wheel and pressing all the buttons. All the while, his entitled Karen of a mother was just sitting there taking pictures. Here's the thing. The first rule of a car show is you don't just get into other people's cars. You most definitely ask first. I walk up to them and I say, what are you doing? The entitled Karen said, my son just wanted to sit in the car. I then asked her, um, who said that he could? And after I said this, the entitled Karen looked at me and said, Me. I did. I then explained to her that this is my car. I then said, why didn't you ask before you let your kid in my car? The entitled Karen said, because it was unlocked and no one would let him sit in their cars. And it was at this point that I realized that this entitled Karen went around this lot checking for unlocked or unattended cars just so her stupid kid could try and sit in it. At this point, I was super upset that this kid was using the inside of my car as his jungle gym. I then said, get him out of my car now. After I said that, she didn't say another word. She got her son out and she left. When they started walking away though, I saw why he wasn't allowed into other people's cars. There's no other way to really say this other than to just say it. This kid pooped his pants. The back of his underwear had a very distinctive stain. Not only was it on the seat, it was on the steering wheel, the door, the dashboard, the radio, and on every single switch that this stupid kid was touching. Thankfully, there was a shop nearby, so I went and I got some baby wipes and some disinfectant spray. I tried to go looking for them to make this entitled Karen answer for what her kid did to my car, but unfortunately, I could not find them. The venue was very busy, and there were a lot of people. Unfortunately, the smell stayed for weeks, and I had to replace the seats altogether. I was planning on doing this anyways, but this pushed the need forward. But hopefully the next time I go to one of these shows, I'll remember to lock the door so this doesn't happen again. I can't imagine that happening to a car like that. That must have been horrendous. Here you are just trying to enjoy a night out with an old Cadillac showing it off for people walking by and this entitled Karen just lets her kid go wild in your car. Quite literally at that. Absolutely disrespectful and so inappropriate. Why on earth would anybody think it's okay to let their stupid kid bounce around in somebody else's car? Like this is not a prop. That belongs to somebody. Overall this is a really terrible situation to be stuck in and hopefully this doesn't ruin his enthusiasm 
enthusiasm for going to car shows and just trying to enjoy himself. After 10 years of being a waiter, I have officially finally quit. I started as a waiter when I was 16, and now I'm 26 years old, and I'm just so done with this. I started to look for other jobs, expecting to take a massive monetary hit. I earn about $10 an hour, plus tips. As a side note, I live in Germany, so our wage system is a little bit different than America. So in total, it's about $16 an hour. That's pretty good, especially for a 16-year-old. When people ask me, you worked there for 10 years, what made you quit? I have a hard time explaining, actually. The pay is alright, but literally every other aspect of it is just grinding me down. I have no vacation days. I have no sick days. If I'm sick or if I take a vacation, it's like I'm out of a job for that while. Therefore, in the last 10 years, I missed exactly 5 days of work because of corona and never taking a vacation. The job also feels like there is so much on the line. I don't even know why. It feels like it's so important that everything works perfectly. A few weeks ago, the person who was doing the dishes discovered that it is not actually his job to dry the cutlery. So now, he demands $5 per night from the waiters just to do it. He knows we simply don't have the time to do it ourselves. So now, because of this, I'm having to pay people. Like, what on earth is going on? This guy is always under the influence at work, or he just straight up shows up late. But the kicker is, seemingly nobody in all of Germany is willing to do the job, so my boss can't replace him. With all that in mind, I went grocery shopping, and there I heard through the intercom that they are hiring and paying $15 an hour. And I was absolutely floored. The same day I applied, I got hired. I get vacation days now. I get sick leave. I can shop with a discount. The store is within walking distance. The perks of working here go on and on. On one hand, I'm very sad to leave the industry, as well as my working mates. But every time I actually think about the new job, I just get excited. I will, however, miss the stories that this industry generates. I just feel so happy to finally be moving forward with my life. This is a crazy story for a few reasons. For one, I'm super happy you got out of your waiting position. That can be very stressful, and I know exactly what you mean, where it feels like this is a make-or-break moment, when in reality, you're just bringing food out to customers. Like, this isn't some life-changing experience. It's just food service. But more importantly, I can't believe that one of the dishwashers got away with having you pay him five bucks a night, as well as all the other waiters pay him five bucks a night just to dry the cutlery that you use throughout the night. How on earth did he not get fired for that? I'm pretty sure that might be some form of extortion, and I honestly don't blame you for quitting. So hopefully your new job works out, and I'm happy for you that you can finally take days off and not feel like you're about to lose your job, especially when that job is not very good in the first place. I am trying to distance myself from a friend who has the same mutual friends that I do, and I'm honestly not sure how to go about doing this. I first want to say that I really do understand that this seems like the kind of problem a high schooler would have, but I really could use some advice. I have a friend, we will call her Sarah, that's not her real name, who I've known for about 10 years. However, the past two years, I've been distancing myself for a few reasons. For starters, Sarah puts me down a lot. She is extremely negative about everything and shows no interest in my life. She is also very jealous of me, and this isn't something that I'm inferring. She has told me when she's under the influence that she is jealous of me. And to top this all off, she is really horrible to my dog whenever she's at my house. She calls him it and pushed him off the couch when he was a puppy so he would land on his back. Stuff like that. Really terrible things. I have brought this up with her in the past, but she hasn't changed her attitude. Anyway, we have a mutual friend. We'll call her Rosie. That's also not her name. And I still love and want her in my life. A few of mine and Rosie's friends from across the country are meeting 
meeting up next month and Rosie has invited Sarah. This is fine. I obviously cannot dictate who other people are friends with, but I'm wondering how to go about things in a mature way. In the past, Sarah and Rosie have stayed at my house, but I really don't want Sarah at my house for the reasons I previously mentioned. I don't want to feel uncomfortable in my own house, but I'm happy to be civil and friendly in a group setting. Sarah and Rosie will be assuming they're both staying at my place. I'm happy for Rosie to come, but I don't really want Sarah in my space anymore. When the topic comes up, I'm wondering how best to tell Sarah that I don't want her to stay at my place. I want to be honest, really, and not make some stupid excuse, but I don't want to cause any kind of weird atmosphere at the meetup and cause my other friends any kind of discomfort. Perhaps there's no way around it, but I'm not really sure. The easiest route would be to just let her come to my place and stay the weekend, but I've been such a pushover and people pleaser for this friendship, I don't want to continue anymore. What should I do? From the outside looking in, considering the fact that you have mutual friends, I don't think you can have Rosie stay with you and not ruffle her or Sarah's feathers about the situation. The easiest way out of it that I can see is to probably say that nobody can stay over. Because honestly, singling out either person is only going to make things awkward. And it's going to bring in that atmosphere that you're desperately trying to avoid. And the way that that lady's treating your dog, I absolutely would not want someone like that in my house. I'm personally a big believer that the way you treat animals is the way you really are as a person. So seeing someone push a dog off the couch as a puppy, as well as just generally treating it very poorly, is a pretty big red flag in my opinion. And I can understand why you're trying to distance yourself from her. But I do agree with you. I think there will come a time when you need to talk to Sarah and explain to her that you do not want to be friends. I don't think, however, that during this meetup would be an appropriate time to have that conversation. I think waiting until after this meetup would be the best thing for you. Because otherwise, this is honestly just going to ruin the meetup. But when you do have that conversation, stay strong. Because you said it yourself. You've been a people pleaser and a pushover for too long. And she needs to know exactly what's going on. My best friend is cheating on her fiancé and I don't know what to do. I have been friends with my friend Jane for almost 15 years. Jane is not her real name. We both got engaged around the same time and our weddings are two months apart. We are in each other's bridal parties and I am her maid of honor. Everything up until now has been smooth sailing. That is, until I found out that Jane has been cheating on her fiancé with a married man. I met her affair partner once and found their relationship inappropriate, especially since he's the same age as her father. But I had no idea they were sleeping together. It wasn't until recently I found out through a mutual friend that Jane had been hooking up with this guy. It seemed like she wasn't even trying to hide the affair, but didn't tell me specifically because she knew I'd object to it. When confronted, she attempted to gaslight me and lie straight to my face. But after I made it clear that I knew what was going on and that she would have one final chance to be honest with me, she finally then admitted to it. She said it only happened once or twice, but I don't fully believe that either. I, of course, told her that she needed to tell her fiancé, as well as this man's wife, but she does not want to do it. According to her, they are just friends now, and since things didn't work out between them, they decided not to tell their partners. I think that's a terrible thing to do, but everyone I've talked to has told me not to say anything because it's not my place. I don't want to throw away 15 years of friendship over a situation that frankly doesn't involve me, but I'm hurt and very angry that she tried to lie and gaslight me. I do not think I can attend her wedding and be happy for her knowing that she's been cheating on her partner. At this point, I'm even having doubts about having her in my wedding as well. So with all things considered, would it be appropriate for me to step down from my maid of honor position? And should I really leave the situation alone or should I insist she tells her partner? I really don't know where to go from here. What 
What should I do? Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. I don't think it's unreasonable to step down as the maid of honor in this situation. Your friend betrayed your trust. She lied straight to your face. And when she was confronted with it, she tried to gaslight you. That's really, really toxic behavior in my opinion. Also, 15 years of friendship doesn't mean much when that person is cheating on their fiance that they're about to marry in a few months. That's really ridiculous. There is the other option that you could tell the fiance that this has been going on. I think that man has the right to know that his future wife has been going behind his back. Just imagine if your future husband went behind your back. Wouldn't you want someone to tell you that that's been going on? I know I would. I then would not want to marry someone like that at all. And I don't think that's you getting involved in the situation. I think that's you just being a good person if you did want to go that route. You could even do this anonymously and give him a tip off in some way where you're not identified as the person who said it. That might be your best bet to avoid any kind of drama in the situation. And if you did do that, I would do it after you withdraw from the maid of honor position while also removing her from your wedding. It's a very sticky situation, and it's one that no one would want to be in. But I would personally want to know if my future wife was cheating on me, even if it was allegedly just one or two times. My fiancé accused me of using him for his parents' money during a fight, and now I'm having trouble getting over that comment, and I don't know what to do. For context, his parents are very wealthy, and my mom raised me and my brother by herself, so we were never well off. We were not destitute, but I have memories of eating the same frozen dinner for weeks weeks at a time, or her losing it when we used too much printer ink. Just lower middle class things. When we got engaged at the beginning of this year, we went to both of our parents to ask for help with a wedding. My mom said she could cover the venue, and his parents said that they would pay for the entire wedding or help buy us a house. We obviously dropped the wedding plans and moved forward with buying a house. So we bought the home in spring, and after covering the down payments and closing costs, there was still a bit left over from the money his parents gave us. We used it to buy paint and other house things we needed, like curtains, vacuums, stuff like that. We then put a chunk of it into our savings account for future home improvement. After that, we had $4,000 left that we mutually agreed to split between us. His parents were aware that there was money left over and didn't expect it back or anything like that. And also, the money my mom had offered when we were wedding planning, she still gave to us to buy a new bedroom furniture set. I used my half of that money to pay my car off and put it into credit card debt. 
said. So now to the present day, my fiance and I are not great at fighting, and it's something we both know we need to work on. He in particular has a habit of saying mean things just to be hurtful. For example, he's told me that the autoimmune disease I have is just my problem and that he doesn't need to care about it. He's told me that I make him miserable, stuff like that. Yesterday, when we were fighting, I told him that we are mean people when we fight, and it makes me think we might be incompatible, and that's when he accused me of using him for his parents' money. I was in shock and asked him why he would think that, and he said, because you told me about growing up poor. He also said he's had that thought in the back of his head since we bought the house. This is not only super offensive, but also makes no sense. We bought a small house within our means, and I remember his parents saying we should buy a bigger house and they would help cover the monthly mortgage, which I declined because I thought that sounded inappropriate and I didn't want to rely on them in that way. They also recently said they are still willing to cover our wedding, but only if we get married in their state, which I also don't really want to do for the above reason. And I told my fiance that earlier this week, so I'm really not sure where he got this idea that I'm only with him to try and get after their money. We talked down our fight and got to a place of awkward understanding, but to be honest, I'm still hurt and very angry. I now feel paranoid that maybe his family said something that made him think this way. I also feel very annoyed because I know he's had a pretty spoiled life and he hasn't struggled with finances like I have. Also, I feel sad to think that he's been thinking this way about me for months and I didn't even know. He's apologized and he wants us to work on fixing things and I think I do too, but then I think of it all over again and I get overwhelmed. How can I get over this? What should I do? This is a really tricky situation because yes, your boyfriend becomes incredibly toxic when he starts arguing with you, but there is no reason for him to go so extreme with it. I mean, he has said some very terrible things that in my opinion are very big red flags. Like he goes off the handle. It's one thing to get into some kind of petty argument about stuff, but to seriously make the claim that your future wife is only with you because of your parents' money is not only super toxic, but is also really showing of how they really feel about them. It reminds me of how someone can say something really nasty and then try and cover up what they said by saying, oh, I was just kidding. Like, no, you probably meant some of that. And it kind of makes me feel the same way in this situation. And while I'm sure there's things that you need to work on as well, I think it's time to sit down with your future husband and let him know straight up that these types of arguments can't happen anymore. He can't say such nasty things about you and expect there not to be some kind of friction because he has clearly crossed the line one too many times. And unless this is addressed, it's not going to get better. My sister tried to sabotage my job and now I don't know what to do. For context, my sister and I have never really been close. She has serious behavioral and anger issues. Before this, we had a cordial but distant relationship. I used to work at a private business. I got along really well with my boss and most of my co-workers. We were honestly like a family. My boss supported a very specific political figure that I personally do not subscribe to and he liked to talk politics with some of my co-workers in private. But this never affected my relationship with him. While my sister and I were visiting my parents, I mentioned to my mom how my boss supports this very specific political figure. My sister, who is very much against this political figure, told me that she wanted to review bomb my boss's Yelp page so that she could get rid of people who follow this political figurehead, especially in her own neighborhood. I told her that that was a terrible, downright stupid thing to do. I liked my boss. He never brought politics into his work and that she would be hurting me by doing this. I also told her how easy it is to trace a Yelp review and that I could be implicated if she did that. I begged her not to do it and she eventually relented but told me she couldn't associate with me because I was a traitor. 
later, apparently. Which is fine with me, whatever. After that, I just ignored her. Well, imagine how I felt two weeks later when my boss called me up saying there was a horrible review on his Yelp page, calling him all kinds of terrible things based on his political preferences, and asking why it was traced to my family's address. I was so humiliated and absolutely disgusted. I had to tell him that it was my sister and that she has some serious issues. He understood but was obviously upset. I confronted my sister and she refused to take the review down. Only after my parents threatened to stop paying her internet bills did she finally take it down, but she refused to apologize. Three months later, she texted me to apologize for hurting me, but said that she did not regret doing what she did. She also made fun of my boss for taking the review so seriously. I told her that was a terrible apology. She should apologize for what she did because she betrayed my trust and put my job in jeopardy. She sent me another apology that was a bit more thought out after that, but I was suspicious. The writing didn't sound like hers. In fact, the texting style sounded a lot like my dad. So during Thanksgiving, I snuck into my father's phone and would later come to find out that my father wrote that apology for her. I also found a bunch of text messages from my sister calling me all kinds of terrible names all behind my back. I'm now completely heartbroken. I know my father just wanted us to make up and move on, but knowing that he saw what my sister was saying about me and still continue to help her is just absolutely horrible. I'm also so shook up over the fact that she would betray my trust this way and put my job in jeopardy. I'm still so humiliated and broken over it. I don't know what to do. She hasn't spoken to me since. I want to cut her from my life for good, but I know that it will just hurt my parents. But at the same time, how can I be close to someone who disregards my feelings in such a dangerous way? How do I let my parents know how much their daughter hurt me? What should I do? First off, I want to say that your sister is crazy. The fact that she feels that strongly about someone else's political opinion, enough to try and ruin your job, is just crazy to me. It's completely inappropriate. So I think sitting down with your parents and explaining to them exactly how you feel about your sister and how she tried to basically get you fired is the reason why you want to cut her off. And there is a chance that they won't be on board with the way you're talking about your sister. I think you really do need to do what's best for you. Your sister has already proven that she is very toxic and she does not care about you. So it might be time to do the best thing for you personally instead of dealing with a toxic family member who actively tried to ruin your job. Thanks for watching. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications. To finish listening to all the stories, use the playlist at the top of the description. And the next time you live stream, use the cream of the crop music. Search cream of the stream on Spotify or whatever platform you use for copyright free music to use for your next stream.